What up? What up? It's the cannibal, the cannabis animal and shit. Back at it again. This fucking, this hit of a uh, forbidden fruit Keef, bomb easy. Of course, of course, it is me, Cannibal, the Cannabis Animal, back at it again with uh, episode 10, this is going to be our dimethyltryptamine, our DMT episode, Spirit Molecule, got some uh, cool information for you guys, of course we have to start this podcast on a high note, like we always do, so I hope you guys, holidays uh, went good, still got a couple more to go, right? So we got uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that stuff. So I guess we're ready for it. We got no choice, right? <laughs> so happen when you fucking work in corporate America and shit. You got no choice. Anyway, hope everybody is doing a freaking okay. I'm doing damn good. <clears throat> Shout out to anybody that uh, that uh, fucks with the Blow Report podcast. Shout out to all the homies, all the homies. <clears throat> Big shout out to Juan. I know you're going to be listening, man, so that's a big old shout-out to you. This fucking bulls for you, bro. That's my co-worker. From the get-go, man, he was interested in my podcast. Man, real stand-up guy. Chill as fuck. So, yeah, man, this fucking hits for you, bro. For you. You know what? Fuck this. We're going to torch this sucker because our little Bic's not doing it justice. I said Bic, not dick, all right? Don't get all twisted. <laughs> Sweet Mary Jane, holy shit. Woo wee! (coughs) (coughs) Alright. So, as always, the Blum Report is 18 and over. No restriction on medical recreational use. We just like to have an audience, so remember that. Nothing for sale. (coughs) (coughs) For entertainment purposes only. The Blunt Report does not <coughs> encourage anybody to do anything that is mentioned here on this podcast, even though it's not really life-threatening. So, anything you do that you listen to The Blunt Report and you know get your info from, not a responsibility. So, please, I say this because of uh, the Psychedelics episodes. We need a... It's not, psychedelics are... Uh, you have to approach them very carefully, so please, 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 if you're gonna do anything, have a sitter right with you, and yeah, that's pretty much it, <coughs> whoa, so we love to experiment here at the Blood Report, we love doing that, we love psychedelics, we love shrooms, and this is what it's all about, dimethyltryptamine, <coughs> and this episode 10, we are gonna discuss what DMT is, and you know, sort of a I guess a little background on it. There's a couple. There's a few types of DMTs from what I know. And it's NMEO DMT and then DMT. I don't. I'm, I forgot the. Other, I forget the other type of molecule, but both are very important. Both are crucial to awakening. Really, this is not a DMT. Is not a party drug or a drug altogether. 
it's not that kind of thing. You can't just go up to a party and say, hey, man, let's smoke some DMT, because that is crazy shit. So remember, <clears throat> treat this as a sacrament, you know, something that's sacred, a holy act. That's what it is. So this is a, this is the medicine of the universe, really. I can't explain it any other way. This opens your, this opens your mind, your third eye, and this is just <clears throat> something that we all need because of the reports on DMT and people that I've spoken to that have done DMT has changed their life in a good way. I mean, completely. So let's go ahead and check it out. So we're going to be discussing what DMT is. That's one. That's segment one. What is DMT? And what forms of DMT exist? Segment two, where DMT can be found and where it is native to. Because, yeah, DMT, believe it or not, is native to some parts, and I'll explain how. So, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> so, I believe that, from what I've seen, DMT is native everywhere. Quote, unquote. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, specifically... There's an area in Mexico that this there's a uh, animal or toad that uh, exists in that area, and I'll explain to you guys what, how to get that. So, <laughs> if you can. All right, and uh, segment three is going to be how to uh, ingest or smoke DMT. You know, there's a, a couple ways you could do it. I uh, I haven't done it yet. I'm um, a very close. Very close family family member of mine has been going to these retreats where they use DMT, and uh, let me tell you that that person's changed completely, hundred percent in a good way. They're still them, but I see that they dropped the ego a lot. It's dropped a lot of pain, dropped a lot of baggage, a lot of excess negative energy, negative feelings. <clears throat> They've all dropped that a lot. So, I've gotten an invitation <clears throat> many times already. Now, I'm not scared of DMT. I'm, I'm just... DMT is intense from what I see. So, uh, and this is a form taken in the form of ayahuasca, if you guys know anything about that. It's pretty intense. It's pretty crazy. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, fuck. I, I don't know how else to explain that shit. <clears throat> but, yeah, man. So, that's what we're going to be doing. And a couple more things here, you know, here and there in between. So, I'm going to try to keep it live. <coughs> Lively. So, if you're listening to this, to get the full experience of my podcast, I mean, you don't have to do it, but you can, you can go on Anchor.com or download the, download the Anchor app and check it out because there's a couple uh, extra things in there that you can listen to that, you know, you can only do through Anchor and the, the uh, app. So, yeah, there's a couple of transition songs and all that stuff. It, it, it makes it pop a lot more. But what I'm going to be doing also is I'm going to be putting transition music <clears throat> in between my segments. You know, um, World to Free, of course, and all that stuff. And if you guys want, you can hit me up and I'll let you know where I got the beat from because I like beats. I love that shit. So, yeah. And also, <clears throat> I want to give a big shout out to everybody that's struggling right now that feels like their life is... They come to a dead end wall, you know, stuck in a rut, down to the dumps. I want to say what's up to all of you. 
You know, whatever your situation is right now, really, the only way to do it is, uh, I don't apologize for this shit, but this is straight up. Pick your ass up, accept that, that if you can't change it, accept that. But if you can change it, go ahead and do what you have to do. But in doing so, you have to try to change your attitude. Try to change the way you think. Even if you are having a shitty ass day or your situation is not up to par like the way you want it to. Or simply your job's not there. Your <clears throat> your income's not there. You're having trouble with your family. There's big problems. You have somebody who passed away. Your health is not the greatest. Fam family, members family members' health is not the greatest also. Well... <clears throat> I can only tell you to pick your ass up and keep going. Pick your ass up and keep going. Use that. Use that feeling of whatever you have, that negative feeling. Embrace it. And then accept it. And turn it into something positive. That problem you have. That you might be complaining about. Or that you might be just feeling shitty about. Take that. Anger, take that sadness, take that depression, embrace it and turn it into positive energy. I don't give a fine fuck what you have to do to do that. Get yourself in a better mood. If it's smoking a fucking blunt, get yourself in a better mood. If it's going out in nature, walking, you know, if that's it, do that. If watching something funny starts getting changing your mood, do that. <clears throat> Look for the things that, not that change your mood. No, look for the things that make your day awesome, great. Look for the things that make you extremely happy, not just a little happy. We all we all know that feeling. You know, we, I can only express it as, how do you feel? Uh, let's say, for example, I know some of us have found a hundred bucks on the ground, twenty bucks, whatever. How do you feel? How's that? How do you fucking feel? feels awesome right just think about it for a second do me a favor just close your eyes a think and think back to a time where you want something not just money where you want something that you really needed just close your eyes for a second and think not of that situation but of the feeling how it made you feel It's an awesome feeling. Look for things like that. Not necessarily <clears throat> external, physical, like external things, you know. Look for the, that feeling. What makes you feel that way? What makes you feel like you fucking won the day? What makes you feel like you're a fucking champion? Because you are. You're a fucking champion. Really. So... Do me a favor. Don't fucking give up. Be that fucking freight train that's going to keep on going through any fucking thing. You know? I know how it feels. <clears throat> that's why I haven't done shit in a while. It, 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 I could have been on episode 20 by now. 
but we're human. Sometimes we contemplate too much, and it takes us—it takes us fucking nowhere. So, please, do whatever you gotta do. Spark this with me. Join me in this fucking episode. Dimethyl trip to me. It's gonna trip you the fuck out. <clears throat> For real. So, we're gonna do it to it, baby. This is the Blow Report Cannibal, the Cannabis Animal, back at it again. With this next segment What is DMT and what forms of DMT exist? Stay tuned. <laughs> Cannibal out. Damn, boy. This. Keith has got me on a good one. Woo! Damn. Damn. Alright, so just a quick little tidbit and shit. Um, if you guys need some motivation, and need some hard motivation, you know, and, uh, it's the regular spirits just still won't cut it. Check out Andy Frisella, man. He is he'll motivate you. It's a business podcast, but it's uh he talks about using his uh his um whatever everything he says in his podcast um how to become a motherfucking CEO cuz that's the name of the podcast. If you don't just use it in business, use it in life, you know, to be a fucking motherfucking CEO of your life. As he puts it. A lot of the times when I'm, I, I feel motivated and <clears throat> and things like that, I fucking listen to him. So, and no, I don't know him. I ain't trying to. Fuck, I'm not trying to promote. I don't know him at all. But uh, I don't. I, I know of his business model and all that stuff, and his podcast, and it's fucking excellent. So if you guys need some a little swift kick in the arse, check check him out for real. MFCEO Project, dope as fuck. All right. So what is DMT? Let's break 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 it down. <laughs> yeah, when I start acting a fool, it means I'm fucking stoned. Alright. Ah. <clears throat> so, DMT is a tryptamine that occurs naturally. So, a tryptamine pretty much is a group of, subst- group of substances found in nature that pretty much try to copy the structure of serotonin. So, serotonin is a neurotransmitter in the human brain. So, let's just talk about a little bit of what serotonin is. Serotonin is a chemical. From why it's I don't want to fuck this chemistry up sh- shit up, but um, it's something that happens in your in your brain that helps to regulate anxiety, uh, mood, happiness. You know, um, and if you have low low um. No chemical levels of the uh, of the serotonin. <laughs> it pretty much attributes to you know depression and anxiety and shit like that. And we all know how that feels. We have all been there in that ballpark, one time or another. So we all know how that is and shit. <clears throat> so it helps it helps regulate. Uh, well, no, it tries to uh, mimic uh, the course of chemical happenings in the brain and shit. <laughs> So, um, other tryptamines in, in, include, uh, include melatonin, pretty much the 
the hormone is responsible for sleep. Uh, psilocybin, psilocybin, the magic mushroom, and uh, bufotenin, psychedelic toad slime. Ugh. LSD, of course, DMT itself. So we all know. So we, we explained that DMT is a naturally occurring tryptamine, and from what I know, supposedly tryptamine, uh, tryptamine, DMT is everywhere in every plant in every uh, natural. You know, thing that thing that grows in the ground. We produce DMT, supposedly, and it comes from a, a pineal gland, which is um, something in our brain that supposedly is attributed to also opening the third eye. And you know that that uh that we all know how that trippy shit is and stuff. So <clears throat> DMT, it's it's not really a hundred percent accurate, but the thing that we do know is that. Uh, humans have been taking DMT for a long time, thousands of years actually. So, <clears throat> crazy thing about this is in 1990, there was two mummified human bodies that were dug up near the Matanza River in northwestern Argentina, and the mummies were very well preserved, both being adorned with high-quality woolen mantles, and with them was buried an intricately engraved pipe sculpted from uh, puma bone. And when it was lab tested and carbon dated, it became evident that the pipe had had been used to smoke. Whoa, Anadinanthera colubrina var sebio. The fuck is that? <laughs> South American plant containing DMT. The pipe was dated back to 2130 BC. That rhymes. Trip on that shit. So, <clears throat> all right. And. I can go on and on about the chemical comp, uh, the the chemical structure and all that bullshit, and you know, deeper into that. So we're not gonna do that. We're just trying to break it down and let you know what DMT is. Excuse me. So, a uh, couple more things. Peruvians were reported to be carrying out the ayahuasca ceremony from as uh, early as 16th century, when the Spanish and Portuguese missionaries made their first encounters with the uh, native tribes. So the practice of taking DMT is, in one way or another, has then been presumably been going on in South America since 2130 BC. So trip on that. And it's not just Peru or Peru. It's Brazil. It's other places. Pretty much um, South America. It's been, you know, found. So and it's been very popular where it's coming, it's coming back over here. They bring it over here to smuggle it, whatever the fuck it is. It's... It's known as a damn drug, I don't, you know, or not a medicine, but a drug to the DEA and all that bullshit. They kiss my ass. <clears throat> so. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ayahuasca uses a brewed preparation of two or more plants, which uh, when imbibed from the ceremonial cup, Invokes visionary religious experiences. The practice has become increasingly popular in the last decade with ayahuasca tourism on the rise and now officially a thing. So, ayahuasca is prepared with, I believe, a vine in a bush. I don't fucking remember the name right now. But uh, they brew this vine and, and a bush together for countless hours. It becomes sort of a brown, mush, sludge, dishwater looking fucking thing. <laughs> and um, after that, you just drink it, usually in a ceremony, <clears throat> with healer, with with a healer or a babysitter, somebody that knows, spiritual teacher, might want to say. 
rather. And they sip it and <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> so yeah, for real, for real. All right. So one thing we do know is that DMT is found in over 60 plants. That's a lot. So bark, roots, leaves, flowers. And uh, Terrence McKenna, this motherfucker was a psychonaut. If anybody knows about him, look him up. Has referred to DMT as the, the commonest hallucinogen in all of nature. That means that this motherfucker knew something about, you know, DMT. So, just think about it. If there's a bunch of ways to, to extract DMT from different plants, I mean, what if there's 60 different type of, types of DMT molecules, or DMT, excuse me, and all of them lead to a different dimension, a different planet with different beings and different things of different things of wisdom, different languages. Imagine that shit. That's some trippy shit, huh? Woo! Damn! It's the stone of mind coming through. <clears throat> so the these tradi these traditional methods of taking DMT could be considered as a relatively gentle, although the word gentle is not really a good choice because it's a uh, shamanic ritual that pretty much involves like severe vomiting so when you take ayahuasca that's one thing that uh <clears throat> that it's not for every not uh it doesn't happen to everybody but it does happen to people where they vomit violently violently but it's known as purging because they say that when you vomit and purge you're purging all that nasty ass negative shit you know all that nasty Negative energy, negative thoughts, and all that. And then after that vomiting, you start to trip on the, start to go on the biggest trip of your life. So, um, let's talk about. Maybe we should talk about the effects. Why the fuck not? All right, let's talk about what the types of DMT are. So, all right. Let's talk about that. Talk about that. Ugh. Let me just queue up my notes here. I know. We're doing this live. We're not going to cut it because it's not the type of podcast. It's a stoner podcast. It's supposed to be a little fun, a little educational, and more stuff in between. So, all right. So, think about it this way. There's two types of experiences. You can, first, your vision would be filled with bright colors, bright fractal colored colors whatever if you guys know what fractal is kaleidoscope type of thing so your thoughts are you're still coherent coherent but you're transported to pretty much another plane of existence where you talk to different entities or beings from beyond your scope of uh understanding so think about that much transfer to another dimension talk to beings you know and how about the the second one is you completely lose the concept of I, you know, you, you lose total, you lose total consciousness with this world and you go into this universal fucking trip that's beyond the first one that I told you about. It's you, it's I, the only way I can explain it is you literally get shot up into hyperspace. And everything, this whole plane of existence, this whole planet disappears and you go on. The heaviest trip of your life. I would compare this to 
I believe a near death near death experience or the only way that people ex uh, can explain it is when somebody's dying. This is what happens. A DMT is released um, from the brain, and you have this trip, and that's when you you know your soul leaves the body and you permanently you permanently permanently go connect back to the universe, even though you are connected to the universe. No matter what, whatever. I'm going into this um, spiritual talk right now. <clears throat> so think about that. That's fucking crazy. Because one, you're still more conscious. You're still coherent. You know, but you still travel into other dimensions. You know, if you, what I've seen is when you close your eyes, you can see it. You know, you can go do that. But the other, the other type is fuck. Damn, you'll get fucked up. <laughs> In a good way, I believe. You know, because this is what we're trying to do. Is if nothing else has worked for you, and you feel like you, you know, you don't want to take pills and shit, you're, you're depressed and you need spiritual help, well, this is where you fucking go, so, alright, that's, those are the two types of DMTs, and we're, one of them is just DMT, the first one's just DMT, the second one is 5-MeO DMT, and they share the same name, there, there's a lot of parallels in their, in their brief and very intense effects, but the two worlds, there are two worlds apart though, so, even the chemical structure, 5-MeO-DMT is about as different as DMT and psilocybin. So if anybody knows about psilocybin, it's pretty much magic mushrooms. Uh, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. <clears throat> so both are used uh, in traditional South American shamanic shamanic practices for thousands of years. But in different regions and, you know, to different ends. So it's whatever. Differences between... <clears throat> The subjective effects can't be overstated, so it's important to understand what each one offers. So, uh, start off with the basics. DMT is short for N-N-Dimethyltryptamine. DMT has been found in many plants and animals, from underwater coral-like organisms all the way to mammals. So it appears that humans make, make it in our own bodies, as I stated before. Some say that it occurs naturally within every living, living organism. As I stated before, which would mean that is <clears throat> somehow interviewed, intertwined, excuse me, the very nature of life, life itself. It's truly an ancient molecule of properties we have yet to fully grasp. That is very true. There's, our mind cannot comprehend this. It, it's not something that we can even explain. And it's not even, you know, I, I don't even think we sh if we're not fucking scientists, you know. Or if we're not spiritual teachers, or well, we're all spiritual teachers in some way, <clears throat> shape or form. But I mean, let's not fuck with the whole, you know, technical side of this shit. You know, I'm just like, come on. This is a, uh, you know, to try to understand it and explain it in words, it's not gonna happen. You know, what I do know is that it helps you. It's probably kind of much, kind of a hitting a reset button on your brain. Where uh, depression, anxiety exists, it helps it a lot. It helps it to go away, actually, and amongst other things. So, and I heard, from what I've heard, <clears throat> that um, maybe DMT is a uh, is an answer to um, psychosis. You know, uh, multiple multiple personality disorders, things like that. So, uh, I'm going to uh, concept here. So, yeah. Anyway, DMT has a long history of uh, shamanic use in traditional ayahuasca brews, which combine DMT containing root bark with other plants that contain a type of chemical, uh, an MAOI inhibitor, which 
makes DMT last uh, much longer than our bodies. I'm not going to go into the MAOI inhibitor type of thing. <clears throat> Maybe later, uh, uh, when we talk about uh, smokable DMT or smokable changa, that's something you have to uh, take uh, prior to smoking stuff or whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> so uh, it's been explored in the recent years for pretty much the healing properties, including as a treatment for substance addiction. I, I forgot uh, to mention that. Because, you know, I just type my notes out and shit as I go along. So I don't really try to remember it as a script. <clears throat> it, it helps with, you know, heroin addiction, things like that. You know, cocaine addiction, cocaine addiction, weed addiction. Ah, just kidding. You know, that's one thing, right? Because that substance abuse um, epidemic in not just the U.S., but everywhere is, is killer, man. I mean, there's people out there dying from hot shots of, of, of heroin, you know, you know, bad heroin, you know, copycat heroin, and then you got people in methadone clinics and shit lined up to, to have their fucking meds and shit in the face. I mean, that's fucked up, man. And not to mention the 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 uh, the script abuse, scripts abuse, you know, those uh, prescription drugs, man, are a fucking killer. A lot of uh, new rappers will fuck with that shit, and damn, man, you guys fucking. Rap, rap, those fucking rappers out there that fuck with all that chemical shit, man. That's just fuck. I don't know how you, I don't know how you fucking guys try to risk that shit, man. That's some fucking crazy shit. Well, well fuck it though. Whatever is your fucking cup of tea is your cup of tea. <coughs> anyway, so yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Ayahuasca healing has been described as the loving matriarch in comparison to uh, harsh patriarch. What the fuck that is and shit. Fucking notes, man. I hate notes and shit. Um, that's, oh, okay, I forgot. So, the, uh, loving matriarch in comparison to Ibogain's harsh patriarch, helping individuals to break down the defense mechanisms they may have put up that prevent them from connecting with others. Blah! There you go. 5-MeO-DMT, short for 5-methoxy-NN-dimethyltryptamine. Looks just like DMT on both a macro and micro level, which really means, you know, at first glance, or eyesight, and then microscopically and shit. Haha, <laughs> ooh! <clears throat> with a few extra atoms attached with it. So, the name tells us. Uh, see, that that slight change, or those a few extra atoms that are attached to it, uh, make the whole universe of difference. Like the D, like DMT, 5-AMEO-DMT also appears in many plants and animals, including the venom of the particular toad that I was talking about, but has not been found in humans. While DMT, well, the DMT experience tends to be highly visual, the 5-AMEO-DMT is more like perspective shift. Some have said it's something like a near-death experience. There you go. 5-AMEO-DMT has a, has a traditional shamanic, shamanic use. God darn it. Fucking shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> shamanic use as well as in the form of a powerful yopo or powder blown forcefully into the nose some blow homie get that line homie <laughs> being somewhat more obscure than dmt the potential of 5-meo-dmt for healing substance addiction is less well known but some progressive treatment centers have found it extremely useful so i mean i have always said it natural you can't go back um can't go wrong with natural, for real. I mean, look at all this shit. One such is the Crossroads Treatment Center in Northern Mexico. 
which specializes in com uh, combining combination of ibuprofen and 5-MeO-DMT therapy. 5-MeO-DMT seems to work synergistically with the uh, ibuprofen by allowing patients to integrate the ibuprofen with a transcendental or mystical experience. Those patients re re recontextualize their experience and ultimately can give them inspiration and motivation. What I was talking about earlier about depression and all that stuff. Each of these substances holds tremendous and untapped healing power, and the treatment experts and patients alike are helping to determine their unique potential. DMT in the form of a long-lasting ayahuasca experience may help, may help those attempting to open themselves up to travel outward and bring back insights. So, you know, travel to another dimension and bring back ancient knowledge from the gods. Yeah! 5-MeO-DMT, <laughs> on the other hand, has its place as the very brief but effective supplement to an ibogaine experience as a way to become one with the universe. So, let's talk about 5-MeO-DMT for a bit. This, um, this crazy substance, for real, is... It's just like a, you know, out-of-body experience, really. I mean, damn, or near-death experience. That's pretty crazy shit. That's crazy shit. So that's going to lead me to our next segment. Let's see if we have any other tidbits of fun information for you guys. Let's see. One thing I will say. Is if anybody out there is gonna try this or or um, has tried it, I would say, or what I would do is if I would go on that trip, and a lot most people report that they talk to other dimension, inter, interdimensional beings or other dimensional being, other dimensions, other beings from other dimensions, and <clears throat> I would ask questions. I would ask questions and I would think me personally the first question and the most important question I would ask is why do we live to die? That's what I would ask. Why? Why are we why are we here just to live and die and watch others die? Why? But I want to know. And then. I would ask for knowledge. I would ask for knowledge of the universe. Knowledge of the gods. Whatever it sounds. However weird it sounds to you. If you guys seen the. If you guys ever seen the. Um, I, what is it? Uh, uh, what, the freak, what is that fucking movie? It's the uh, Alien movie. It's uh, before the new Alien movie that came out. You know what? I'm going to look that shit up right now. Fuck. Fuck me. Let's see. Oh, wow. It's not Alien Covenant, is it? I think it is. Prometheus. There you go. Prometheus. If you guys ever seen that movie? That movie's trippy as fuck. Why? Because in that movie, supposedly we are made, we are engineered by some 
alien intelligent life form that is billions and billions of years more intelligent than we are. And one, it's crazy. It's just crazy that we're, we're supposedly made by them. And, you know, that's what I would ask. You know, if you're face to face with the person, that, the, the, the people that engineered you, you want to ask why the fuck were we made? Why, why were we made on this planet? I don't, I don't buy that bullshit of, 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 uh, we just came from all of a sudden pff, fucking nature just decided, oh, you know what? I'm going to fucking pop out a few cells here and there, fucking spread them out. And then pff, fucking millions of years later, earth, plants, life. I don't buy that shit. I don't buy that scientist shit at all. I don't buy that. What? You know, um, this is going to lead me to a little bit, you know, weirder subject real quick. Supposedly, if you want to get fucking conspiratorial and shit, we are made as a slave race for somebody bigger. Think about that. So, we're going to come back with another fucking segment. Stay tuned, baby. sunny outside but it's fucking cloudy in here <laughs> fuck me all right <coughs> cannibal cannabis animal back on another segment <coughs> segment two where D where can dmt be found and where it's native to so let's do it to it one of the places that you can find um dmt in is mimosa hostilis root bark also, the <coughs> mimosa tenuflora root bark. It's a dried Mexican <coughs> mimosa that has been recently shown to have DMT content about one to one point seven percent. One to one point seven percent. The stem bark has about zero point zero three percent DMT. The parts of the of the tree are tra traditionally used in northeastern Brazil and as a psychoactive decoction. That's also called urema or jurema. There you go. So we're not gonna get in too much into that one. We're gonna get into the uh, mimosa hostilis root bark. So mimosa hostilis root bark comes from a tree <coughs> that's known as a, a black jeruma. Most of this, uh, mostly these trees exist in exclusive zones of Brazil and Mexico, or Mexico, excuse me. <coughs> this type of tree is famous between local shamans because of their entheogenic properties. So they use this plant as a spirit guide. The chemical compounds found in the mimosa hostilis root bark are the following. Tannin, saponin, tryptamine, alkaloids, lipids, etc., etc. This kind of tree grows more than 8 meters tall. Which I don't fucking... I don't even want to know how to fucking... No, let's convert that shit into fucking... Alright, so there's roughly, what, 3 feet in a meter? 3 feet and change? So, uh, 24 feet, oh shit. Okay, 24 feet, all oh, right. So the flowers on this tree are white and they have a unique perfume. And each of them have six seeds, which have a very brown color. The bark is reddish brown with a yellow stem in the center. 
Most of mostly these kind of trees are very strong and they survive the forest fires and other ecological impacts and natural disasters. So, let's get into this for a little bit. This Mimosas root bark, you can get it anywhere. You can get it on eBay, you can get it on you know uh, Amazon, all that stuff, even on fucking Craigslist. <laughs> for real. I've looked it up. For educational purposes, of course. So the mimosa tree root bark is used as a remedy for skin problems also. Trip on that. You can get this anywhere. And just for educational purposes only. Look it up on YouTube. There's this tech called Gordo Gordo Tech. One of the simplest techs I've seen out there, really. It's I think just a couple ingredients. He shows you how to what does it show you? It's for educational purpose anyway, but he shows how he extracts DMT from the mimosa hostilis root bark step by step. Literally, just step by step by step. And it looks dope. I mean, I would fucking try it. I, mean, I would, but... Y'all never gonna know. But that's just crazy. It's really just... <clears throat> it's very, it, But this guy is obviously a fucking chemist. But it's organic chemistry, and he he breaks it down, literally step by step. And I mean, the return on this is really good. If you guys know what a return is, when you're doing extractions of anything, you're doing cannabis extraction, you know, even just regular perfume from lavender and shit like that. The return from from your plant matter is you know is very important, but also quality is important too. So. But the return on <clears throat> on this is, is pretty high. <laughs> Some guy uh, will say, oh, I, I, I believe the guy that extracts it, the Gordo guy, Gordo Tech. If you go on YouTube, it says that one extraction is, you know, good enough for a lifetime of, of, of DMT fucking trips. Because, again, this is not a recreational drug. It's not something you can fuck with. You know, I heard that you can you can smoke it on your own if you microdose. But you have to be exact. You have to have a, a, a jewelry scale for that shit. You have to be down to the fucking spec. You have to be very careful with that shit. It doesn't. It doesn't go by weight or it doesn't go by how big you are. And it goes straight to your brain. So it's not like bud. If you could, the bigger bigger people could take more of an edible, and it's gonna hit them less. I know. Well, from my experience, excuse me, I can't talk for everybody else, but speak for everybody else. But for me. I'm a big guy, so you, I have to eat enough where my body's going to metabolize where it's going to be enough for me to fucking trip. Sometimes I've taken a little corner, it doesn't do shit to me, and then sometimes I've taken that same amount of a different type of edible, edible from a different company, and it fucks me up, so, you know, it, it depends on how much it is, and you know, with, with cannabis and things like that, but with this, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, same, you know, it's going to go straight to your brain, so the effects have to be... Um, the um, have, they have to be more controlled, so don't fucking do this. Don't don't take a huge fucking pile of of um, of DMT in a bowl on top of bud, man. Cause that's just fuck. It's not like Keith and shit. That shit'll fuck you up. So <clears throat> yeah, try that. Ex try it out. Look it up on YouTube if you guys want. Uh, if you're curious and shit, it's it's pretty fucking nuts. <laughs> So again, um, yeah, be careful with that shit. 
if you guys are are into that extractions because it's not particularly legal but yeah you're on, you're on your own with that shit all right so let's move on to where um nmeo nmeo dmt is found <clears throat> if you guys remember that fucking uh, family guy show that episode where uh i guess i guess peter goes as an undercover i don't know drug informant or some shit like that in, in uh, meg's high school and they're all licking toad and they get all fucking trippy <laughs> hey we're doing toad not that bullshit yeah it's there's kind of some truth to that i mean it, you don't lick it and shit you could probably fucking die. But check this out. The Buffo Alvarius Toad. Alright, so let's talk about toads for a little bit. Toads have always been very important, especially in the, the myths or legends of religions and medical practices of healing arts of different people throughout history. So we find that re uh, representation of toads that go back to thousands of years. Some authors have suggested that Neanderthals have used toad venom for hunting divination as an, an intoxicant. So there's, <clears throat> there's a lot of myths and traditions related to toads through history in different parts of the world, such as China, Tibet, Nepal, as well as uh, Bolivia and Europe. Myths about the use of toads in witchcraft during the Middle of Ages are widespread. <clears throat> so check that shit out. And also, a little side fucking note. If I sound like I'm too stoned, I'm not too stoned. It's just fucking, I forgot to prepare my episodes with water and shit and I get really cotton mouth and I start to kind of sound like that and shit alright <clears throat> alright yeah, yeah. alright so a lot of anthropologists suggest that one toad variety Bufomerinus has been used in Mesoamerica since ancient times for its intoxicating properties uh, <clears throat> the hypothesis regarding the use of Bufo in Bufomerinus, whose secretions like those of other toads mainly contain bufotinin. <clears throat> it's based on the presence of many iconographic and mythological rep representations of toads in the Olmec, Mayan, and Aztec cultures, dating back to 2000 BCE. In the archaeological remains of Olmec cultures in San Lorenzo, Veracruz, Mexico, skeletal remains of bufo species, species, the bufo species have been found dating back from. 1250 to 900 BCE. As the sculptures of representations place great emphasis on the paratoid glands of the toads, which is where the psychoactive secretions are located. Check out that shit! According to a lot of uh, Anglo-Dominican uh, um, <coughs> Friar Thomas Gage, the native, the native Mayan, Mayan Palomon people of Guatemala or Guatemala have the habit of adding the both tobacco leaves and venomous toads to their fermented beverages to increase the potency. So trip on that. <clears throat> so uh, this bufo varies, man. That it is native to Sonora, Mexico, and it is. So the way they do this is, this toad has like little dimples or warts on its body. And what they do is they grab a piece of glass or a fish tank and they pretty much pop them like a pimple. Not pop them, but squirt them out. And it looks like big ass cum shot. 
on the uh, on the glass and it just it's all white. So they pop as much as they can and supposedly it doesn't hurt the toad. And they just pop them on there and it dries and shit. And once it dries, they scrape it as a powder and they hit that shit. And then off you go into space and shit. This is this this is the one we're talking about the the out of body experience though, you know shot into hyperspace and shit. I would describe it as just the effects alone or the visuals. If any if anybody of you have seen the movie Contact, in the movie Contact, uh, this scientist is going through a wormhole and it just goes fucking fast and you could, he she can see the wormhole up ahead. In front of her, but you know, it's kind of like television, you can see through it's weird, but anyway, it's like going into hyperspace, like like Star Wars and shit, all fast, anyway. But for a longer time, that's the way I could describe it. So, <clears throat> and just for a little side thing, uh, I've seen, uh, and the, the family members that, I, that I've that I know that are that have taken this that have invited me to, uh, to take uh, ayahuasca, they've done this also, and it's it's a life changing experience. So, um, if you guys want to are gonna go ahead and do that, just as as a um, maybe not like a my personal opinion with DMT and MDMT. I wouldn't jump into it just like that by myself, but if you're going to fucking do it, because you don't want to tell anybody else about it, I would take, I would take, take the extra precautions and buy myself a jewelry scale and find out what the microdose is, which I could actually do that shit right now. Okay, and before I talk about not, not my, microdosing and dosing, this is just for entertainment purposes only and research, so whatever you do is under your discretion, your responsibility, and I am no... In one way, shape, or form, accountable for anything. So, just for entertainment purposes only. Purposes only. So, let's get into it. <clears throat> and we're gonna from here. We're gonna jump into or transition into our the last segment, which is the um, uh, how to ingest DMT. You. Yes, I'm hyped up and I'm fucking stoned. I'm fucking stoned. All right. <laughs> Alright, okay, so, seeing a lot of things out there, start with 20 milligrams, start with uh, 30, fuck, and fuck no, don't do that shit, don't, or 40, don't do that shit, for real, I'm serious, trust me, uh, 10 milligrams is a good start, even 5, I would say, to microdose, microdose would be, f maybe 5 or even 4 minimum, but, I w the average is 10, uh, if you're really cautious, but I'd say start with five and then ten and then go from there. But until you reach maybe thirty or forty forty milligrams, so that's that's a lot, man. So guys, be careful out there and shit. And if you have a GVG pipe, also, and it also depends on how you're gonna how you're gonna smoke it, because you really can't smoke that shit. You have to kind of vaporize it. So that's a whole other subject on a whole other video. If you guys can check that out, there's different forms of a. Uh, um, Vaporizing DMT, you can do it in a, in a pookie pipe or, or a crystal meth pipe, whatever, or a incense burner or oil burner, whatever the fuck that is. So you can do that shit. Also, 
there's this there's this doctor man from Mexico. His name's a uh, um, Doctor Octavio Hinojosa. This guy, man, this guy is fuck. He's he's out of sight, man. He's out of sight. Uh, why? He's a healer. He's he he heals people in, in in Mexico, and it's crazy, man. He does some. There's videos on YouTube everywhere that where he helps people heal and takes them on trips. You should you guys should check that shit out, man. It's dope. He's he's awesome. So big shout out to him, man. If uh, I'm ever in Mexico and shit, I'm gonna fucking hit him up for sure. So yeah, he's awesome. Check that out. Check 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 it out. Ever ever ever. <clears throat> All right. So and I think I said a stoner fucking moment or uh, did a stoner thing where we're not gonna discuss how to fucking vaporize it. Of course we fucking are. Shit. All right. <laughs> Alright, so that's our next segment. How to ingest DMT. Check it out. This is uh, Dr. Octavio Hinojosa, his uh, ceremony. He's having a. Uh, he's helping him take a hit of the DMT. Now he's asking him to hold it. He's hitting it himself, but he's a, has experience. Oh my goodness. He's holding it, he's holding it. He's counting down. There he goes, there he goes. Up. The guy's body's going limp. He's not unconscious, he's not out, but his eyes are closed. He's helping him down. Here begins his healing chant. says a ceremony of course it's very you guys check it out the video's pretty nuts it's pretty fucking dope man I like it I like it a lot <laughs> oh my goodness back at it again how to ingest DM fucking motherfucking tea alright so there's a couple ways you can do it I've I've seen people put them on top put it on top of their bowls if you're really adventurous uh, I wouldn't do that shit myself, to tell the truth. Uh, you know, it's not that it's bad to mix. Um, uh, weed, weed and DMT, it's just, it's a sacrament, man. It's something sacred. 
You know, I believe that. Something sacred and it should be taken as such. Spiritual. So I wouldn't do that. I would just do that on its own. I mean, you could even... I've seen people where they do, <laughs> they do kind of the uh, like crackhead type of shit. And they put it on top of foil. And they don't really necessarily burn it. But, you know, they you know just put low heat on that shit through a lighter. You can do that. Um... I've seen one of the one of the most common ones I've actually seen uh, nowadays so far is your dab rig. You could buy a separate quartz nail for a um, for just for that. But I mean, you would have to really fuck around with temperatures and shit like that, and that's that's kind of you know you might burn it and it's gonna it's gonna taste funky. I mean, I would fucking I would do the e nail man. The e nail is a little more accurate. Or maybe even a, a, a what do you call those? A very sophisticated, <laughs> high tech pens, man. One of those vapos that you got, you know, very popular and shit. I would do that. That's more temperature controlled. That way we, could, I would start with the lowest setting and you know hit it from there. But you have to. There's a couple a couple ways you can do it. Gordo Tech sells a couple of them on uh, on his on his channel. They're pretty cool actually. Um, you pretty much drill a hole in the bottom of, of, of the um, of, a, of any bottle that's kind of sturdy. And there's a lot of tutorials on on YouTube for that. And you pretty much you it's you have to rig it where it vaporizes everything, just in, in low heat and shit. And then you know you can inhale that in one hit. I think even a heat gun, you know, would would do the trick. On some on some sort of level, maybe, maybe even you know what I would even do this. Uh, maybe putting the whole the whole thing of, of DMC in like maybe a glass bottle, and you take a heat gun to it, not direct contact, but you know just heat it up a little bit, and you can see it. if it's see through, it's gonna start um, vaporizing the DMT, and I would do that. I would do it that way, you know, just uh, um, heat it from the bottom. Maybe maybe take a one of those old school Snapple bottles or something like that. Throw all your DMT in there, and maybe just heat it from the bottom with the, with the heat gun, not direct contact, and then just have it you know vaporize all of it, and then just take the cap off and and one swoop take that one hit and have somebody you know babysit you because that's gonna be kind of hot and if you're not gonna lose total consciousness, but you know it's it's, it's a different experience. So I would maybe do that. Or you could do the fucking tweaker method, which you could just take that shit in with, um, you call that, uh, a pookie pipe. You know, I mean, we all seen if we, if we walked in a, into a fucking smoke shop anywhere, you know what the fucking pookie pipes look like. They're, you know, round from the bottom, have a little hole in the top and shit. We could throw your pook in there. <laughs> I wouldn't know. But, <clears throat> do that, you could throw your, your dose in there and just, you know, I wouldn't put the fucking flame direct contact. Just you know, maybe uh, from you know from far away, just start um, lighting it and vaping it, and then once most of it is in there, just take that hit. You know, take that amino hit because I've seen a lot of people do it that way, and I think that's probably the, the easiest way if you want to jump into it. Just make sure you don't burn the fucking the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's one way to fucking ingest it. That's one fucking way. Um, like I said, 
please, if you're going to be doing that, DMT, microdose. First start off with a little microdose here and there. You know, if you really, you know, maybe start off with three, um, you know, micrograms. You know what I mean? Do that. Maybe start off with there and then and just go at it, go at it at a, at a slow pace. I don't think there's any harm in microdosing because it's really low dosage, you know. You work your way up there, and then you could work your way up to a good experience. Like I said, it's not a party drug, but if you want to experiment with yourself and go deeper into your consciousness and find yourself and find what your passion is, why you were brought into this earth to do something. That's very important to me. I believe that you're, you're brought into this earth to do something very important. Really. Whatever it may be, <clears throat> we have work to do in this, on this earth, in this plane of existence. If you guys don't know that, we have a lot of work to do. We have things we have to heal on, on ourselves, but most importantly, we have to find out what it is that drives us. What's passion? What do you want out of this life when you're here? Because it, it it's it goes by fast, really, and uh, we have to think about it that way. You know, this is why we do this. This is why I'll, 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 I I want to go ahead and jump into this subject because there's conventional shit. Conventional medicine is not gonna fucking cut it, obviously, because why the the, the rise of suicides everywhere? I mean, come on. Especially around the fucking holidays, that that, that the depression is it, it, that shit's fucking real. You can't tell me that's not. It's real. That's it. Anxiety is real. That's it. I'm not gonna be. I don't want anybody out there to fucking depend on a chemical pill that's gonna try to balance um your anxiety, your depression. No, I don't buy that. You're not gonna feed me death. You're not gonna give me death. I'm not gonna buy death from you. You know, that, that's pretty much what you're saying. I, mean, I know that conventional medicine has its place. Don't get me wrong. I understand that. I know. But I don't want you to... When I go to the doctor, I don't want to sit down and say, Hey, doctor, I feel like this. Well, here you go. I'm going to fucking throw these pills at you. I'm not even going to fucking hear you out. And here you go. That's how it is, really. That's what it comes down to. If you go to the doctor, that's what they're going to tell you. You sit down, the, the moment you tell them, hey, doctor, I feel like this. Oh, well, there's a pill for that shit. Let me prescribe you the fucking whole thing. Do you want refills? Yeah, all right, cool, cool. Doctor, my back is fucking killing me. Holy shit. You know, there's no way on earth I could suck this pain. You know, here you go. Here you go. Here's some narcos and shit. Doctor, I can't sleep. I've come back from, from, from Iraq, from other, you know, I've gave my life to, to this country. Oh, here you go. Well, we're still gonna classify fucking drugs as, as illegal, right? As I mean, not, not drugs. We're still gonna classify weed as you know illegal. We're still gonna classify shrooms as illegal, DMT as legal. No, fuck you. No, fuck that. I know there's, I know there's, there has to be some good in the government. I know, there has to be. Not all the fucking parts of the government are assholes, but you gotta think about it this way. There's part of the government that does not wanna fuck with you. There's people out there that don't want to fuck with you. They don't want to help you. All they want to do is feed you pills. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. If you die, well, that's one less homie. That's one less motherfucker that we have to fucking give benefits to and shit. You know? I don't buy that. I don't buy, it, buy that at all. Fucking uh, Big Pharma, man. Fuck that shit.
You know what? You got you got you guys all know what it is and shit. Big farmer's gonna fuck with you no matter what. So fuck this. This this is not conventional. That's what we're looking for. Unconventional shit. Natural things. Even though even if it's outside of this, this your scope of fucking thinking and outside of your comfort zone, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Step out of that comfort zone. And come into this this natural healing medicine. Do something about that shit. Do something about your anxiety. Do something. Even if it's taking shrooms, even if it's doing smoking bud, do that. Please. For your sanity. For all this fucking for everybody. For real. So, second form of DMT ingestion. Ayahuasca. There's if you go anywhere, I'm pretty sure if you do your research, there's there's healers out there, there's uh um ceremonies that you can attend. I don't I mean it might be at a cost, but I was always told, yeah, this would be free. Of course, but then again, it's not really that that easy to come by here in the states, as as opposed to yeah, if you go to a, a healer in Peru, they're gonna say yeah, I'll do it for free. Yeah, of course, because you have it right there. You can you know brew it and all that shit over here. It's not that easy. So I understand, you know, the form of compensation. Yeah, I get that. And yeah, the healers are not supposed to ask for compensation. Of course, that's true. But sometimes you can't. You don't have the resources for that. You don't know a fucking spiritual healer that's gonna be like hey. Come on, man. I'll, you know, let's do a ceremony and here's the DMT and take that shit. Of course, um, uh, there's a lot of a lot of times you can do that also. You can make your own brew, your ayahuasca brew. Um, you can do that. You can do that shit any way you want to. Um, yeah, so ayahuasca, the dosage, um, a healer's going to tell you what to take, or I'm sorry, how much to take, he's going to let you know. And according to, um, he's gonna read. He, he, he can tell right away. He can read you. He's gonna he's gonna tell you how much you can take. So you can do that shit. Also, uh, you can do that Gordo Tech extraction. Do that, and you can do take an AMAOI inhibitor, which is comes in the form of a powder. I forgot what exactly uh, what uh, plant it comes from. You can buy it off of eBay. You can buy it off anywhere. You you um, I believe in an hour. I think or maybe forty five minutes. I'm not sure. Prior to that, you stick that under your tongue, but you have to, I guess, um, not too much. Um, I would wait out a little bit, you know, but uh, look it up online. I, I don't know the fucking doses right now. You could do that. You could uh, hold it under your tongue for for a while, and then also after that, you swallow it, and then you smoke DMT, and it's just like the ayahuasca effect. Uh, I believe it's called changa, uh, and you could do that. You just smoke it, and it'll last a lot longer, just like ayahuasca does. It's, it mimics the... It's called smokable uh, ayahuasca. Um, it mimics the effects of, of, of drinking and drinking ayahuasca, because so, a lot of people can't take the whole you know throwing up thing when you take ayahuasca. So that is one thing that you guys have to keep in mind. If you guys are very sensitive in your stomach, and you get woozy really fast, well, fuck. You can either try to ride it out, or you will vomit and shit. So, But it's, it's a... I heard it's a beautiful experience some for some it's a very intense experience because they have a lot of emotional and spiritual baggage to fucking drop so we gotta take that into consideration um you guys um if you want to experiment with psychedelics you know uh, go ahead and start easy with everything 
with shrooms with uh you know different types i wouldn't with, uh, with shrooms fuck i wouldn't fuck with the uh, um crazy shit or, i don't know i really can't say because depending on your psyche i guess so depending on how sensitive you are or if you've ever fucked with psychedelics for you but i would start off with, with the golden caps the golden teachers and shit the psilocybin um fucking what is it it's uh I, I i know i have it right now give me a second so this have been cubensis there you go golden teacher uh there's some from mexico there's some from oaxaca i heard it bomb as fuck <laughs> so i would start off with that and i wouldn't start off with an eighth of, of shrooms maybe take maybe one cap and then see how you feel take maybe the stem or maybe just start with the stem they they do they do have a psychedelic properties but not as much as the, the cap so i started off with almost well, i think half an eighth so i i i ate two caps and two yeah i had two whole two whole mushrooms and woohoo had visuals now i've taken other other magic mushrooms the psilocybin cubensis the the golden ones and the first time i took it i had a lot of visuals a lot of a lot of purples and pinks and reds are bomb. Awesome. Awesome visuals. Second time was more about body high. Um, but what I noticed the first time I took them is there's a couple. There's some that if you touch them when they're, when they're still, uh, uh, still before harvest, harvesting, they turn purple. If you touch them, they bruise. I noticed that those bruised ones gave me crazy visuals. All that purple stuff that was in there. It gave me visuals, and the other ones that weren't like that. So uh, I, I, th I, I think it has a lot to do with that. I want to experiment on that. So I might, I'm, I may even uh, get in contact with somebody that you know provides that, and see if they can bruise a couple for me, and, and see if that works, as opposed to uh, taking them, um, without the bruising. So you know, that's what I would start with. And then there's another one, the, uh, I believe it's uh, Amanita muscaria. That's the Super Mario mushroom, the red one with the white spots on there. I heard that shit is killer dope shit. So yeah, um, that's pretty much it, guys. That's uh, that's the fucking episode. I'm still a little stoned. I'm gonna bid you guys adieu and a good day. Oh, again, man, if you guys are feeling down and shit, hit your old boy Cannibal up. We'll fucking talk about it. Smoke a bowl, smoke a blunt, take a dab. Feeling fab. <laughs> Woo! I'm hyped up because I feel happy about fucking making this episode. It's been a long time coming. Of course, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. Sometimes we all get to that fucking point where we get kind of fucking... We hit this wall, but we, let's keep fucking going. Let's go through that shit. Like a fucking freight train. So, everybody... Have a fucking good day, good holidays, good Christmas. I will be doing another episode. I don't know what about. I'm going to fucking start researching right now after this episode. So, hit me up. For real. Hit me up on, on Instagram and shit. Uh, fuck the Blum Report. So, hit me up. Uh, email me. I'll get back at you whenever I can and shit. If you want to collab, do something. Do a fucking uh, episode about anything. Suggestions. Hit me up. So, once again... Shout out to everybody, my family, like my brothers, Cisco, Chris. What up, guys? I fucking love you guys, man. Matt's keys, what's up, homie? You're my brother too, man. All your brothers, all your, all your family, what's up? Man. Big fucking thank you to everybody. Fucking, uh, whoever listens to this, man, thank you for putting up for my, with my shit, really. 
I don't know how you do guys do that shit. So, cheers to everybody. Juan, man, Juan, you better download this shit. <laughs> All right, man, this fucking hits for you. Forbidden fruit, fucking Keith. <coughs> cannibal, the cannabis, animal, animal is fucking out. Peace.